Welcome to the totally independent, completely unofficial, not even in the same state as the Indianapolis Colts, Colts Podcast. Coming to you from the land of brisket and barbecue, Lone Stars and Longhorns, where some cowboys wear hats and others wear helmets. This is the Unstable Blues with Liam and Kevin Hall. And the Colts was another heartbreaker right at the end to an NFC East team. We will break down the Eagles game, talk about the upcoming Steelers game, and make our unstable pick six. Plus, there might be something else involving a biscuit. So here we go. All right, it is Thanksgiving week, and uh, we got some. Yep. We had some people over, uh, so there might be some disturbances in the background. It's it's uh, just family. It's fine uh, because you know. Nothing says Thanksgiving like family mm-hmm. and football and yeah. food. Lots of food. Speaking of which, Nick Foles was inactive this week, which means he did not play against the Commanders or against the Eagles, which I predicted he would either play in one of those games at least a little bit, and yeah. he did not. As soon as I heard you make that, I was like, there's no way. No, uh, why is he doing that? I just thought from a storyline perspective, him against Carson Wentz or yeah. him against his old team, the Eagles, something, it might it might happen. But yeah, I guess so. It didn't. We knew as soon as he was inactive, it wasn't going to happen. Yep. Which means I get a biscuit in my face. Yeah, he gets a biscuit, not a biscuit. So does this mean I win? It's, what do you mean you win? Because it's a biscuit. I finally win the argument because you get a biscuit instead of a brisket. Well, we did a brisket last week. Now we do a biscuit. Yeah. Because it's fun. Because it's different. Exactly. Biscuit. Oh. Oh, it's in your beard. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's not pretty. Yeah. I'm trying to keep this pretty fresh and clean, so I don't know. Oh. Well, we... We don't have a biscuit sponsor, uh, so we can't say where this came from. But if you would like to sponsor us, uh, and you're you make wonderful, delicious, uh, crumbly. crumbly biscuits, yes. then uh, you can sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Just email the unstable blues at gmail dot com. Uh, that's all we have for the thankfully for the biscuit smashing. Yes, that was fun. That was a risk it. I should not have taken twice in the past two episodes. I know. I'm aware. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, uh, the Colts didn't do so well either this week. It wasn't bad. Well, I know. That's the problem. It wasn't that bad. They went toe-to-toe with the best team in the league and Mm -hmm. only lost by one point. Yeah. Sometimes that's the difference between championship teams and teams that don't make the playoffs, though. I know. That's what I said right at the end. Like, the good teams close it out. The bad teams aren't able to. Don't. You know, yeah. that's the difference. Exactly. They, the Colts just had too many killer mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, too many field goals. There's so many times we drove the ball well, and all we got was a field goal out of it. I know. We had, like, first and goal from the five, and only came away from three points. That's no mm-hmm. good. Uh, and that makes the... Second 
NFC East team the Colts have now played and 17-16 the final in both the games. Yep. How, Frustrating. How creepy is that though? Yeah, it's, it's a little on edge. It's almost like our, our tie in fantasy football last week. Yeah. Which, uh, if you haven't seen it, you can check out our Twitter, Unstable Blues, and uh, check out the visual proof that we actually tied, Boy, at least going so. into the yep. last game in the night. Yeah. I won. But, I mean, Matty Ice, yeah. still pretty decent. 23 for 32, mm-hmm. uh, and 213 yards, no TDs, but no interceptions. Yeah. 89.7 rating. Not super great, not super bad. I know. Just kind of sitting there. Yep. That's fine. Might have helped if he had one more touchdown. JT went 22 for 84 yards and a touchdown. Yep. Pretty solid. He had a good performance. The I mean, only touchdown. Yep. The only touchdown yep. for us. Zaire, 12 tackles. Bobby He's still a beast. Bobby Okereke, nine tackles. I mean, both of our top tackling yep. linebackers are still maintaining their consistency. I know. Uh, Unique had one and a half sacks on the day, so mm-hmm. he's, you know, hitting form. Yeah. All of these things are close. The time of possession, turnovers, plays, and passing, they were all close. I know. I, I, like, all the, there's no real stats that come out and say, like, I mean, the Colts' strength all year has been the fourth quarter differential. But in this game, it was 14-3 to three Yep. in a deficit for them. Mm-hmm. So they gave it up in the fourth quarter. Didn't finish the game. Yep. So what was the difference then? For me, Jalen Hurts likes, we did, not, we did not have a way to stop it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he had, like, he had 16 carries for 86 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's JT numbers. Yeah. He's uh, just another running back. Exactly. But he plays QB. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... I want to point out, though, I can't take credit for this, so maybe it's not a Kevin's Conspiracies, but I did hear it, and I thought it was interesting. Interesting enough to bring up. On the last drive, there was a big penalty. Do you remember this? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happened on this penalty? Yeah, I do remember it. Uh, Zaire Franklin, he pretty much just tackled a guy before the ball even got there. It It was like, what are you doing? And he had great coverage, too. I don't know what he did. Well, uh, I, I stumbled upon this after doing a little bit more research. Zaire Franklin, guess where he from? Where? He's from Philly. Oh. He grew up liking the Philadelphia Eagles. So the conspiracy theory is... That he actually did the pass interference on purpose so his home team growing up could win the game. Wow. Okay. That's bold. That's bold that's the conspiracy. That. There's no risk it for the biscuit. I'm done with that one. <laughs> but yeah. uh that's that's kind of the conspiracy theory. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna ask the question this time. Alright. Mayflower move. Give it to me. Uh, um, I wanted it to be that big fourth down that the Colts came up with earlier. We were watching it, and I said, oh, that's a potential Mayflower move. But the Mayflower move has to be the Jalen Hurts touchdown right at the end. I mean, that's the difference mm-hmm. maker, you know, as much as I don't want to make it uh, 
the Eagles. The Eagles came up with when they needed to. Yeah. What's your Mayflower move? Uh, I have two here. I can't really decide which one. All right. Number one is Chase McLaughlin missing a 50-yard field goal whenever he made a 51-yarder. Yep. Him, if he made that, therefore the score we would have technically won. I know. Many opportunities like um, that. And then also, it was the one drive that we had where we had a huge pass to Paris Campbell down like the five-yard line, and we got no yards. We lost yards in the red zone whenever we had first and goal from the five. That whole little fourth down, yep. that whole like three and right. then having the to kick it. There. Yep. That whole sequence, it was, that was the main time. Di- difference maker. Yeah. All right. Well, who's your store of the game then? I don't often go for the other team, but I'm going to have to say Jalen Hurts just because of how he outperformed our defense. I would have to agree with you. It's Jalen Hurts, you know. Uh, He was the difference maker. Uh, Everything else, all the stat lines, very close. He was the difference maker. So, Mm -hmm. So here's the big question now because so many people going into this game were like, well... You know, Jeff Saturday, he's he won against the Raiders. If he can have his team come up here, now we're like five, five and one. We're at five hundred, and Jeff Saturday's two and zero. Oh. We could start t- throwing around the playoff word. Can we still consider? Can the Colts still consider the playoffs at four, six, and one? My thought is, if Jeff Saturday can rally all the guys, and get them to work hard, they have to win the rest of their games for them to be in the playoffs. Yeah. So considering how last week turned out with the Eagles and us not being able to get it done at home, I'm going to say no. Playoffs is not an option this year. All right. I would say that it all kind of comes down to the Cowboys game. I think that if they... Uh, can win the Cowboys game, you look at the rest of the schedule, that's not as dangerous as the Cowboys game, other than maybe uh, the the Giants. Well, and the Vikings too. Yeah, you're right. Ah. You kind of got to say, if you couldn't get it done at home against the Eagles, where where, where are you going to get it done? Because their next three toughest opponents are on the road. Exactly. So, yeah, I think the playoffs are pretty much done this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, the Colts couldn't get it done against one Pennsylvania team, but they've got another shot to avoid the Pennsylvania sweep coming up on Monday night. All right, well, here we go. Uh, got the Steelers coming to town on yep. a Monday night. So uh, let's talk about that game and see what they can do against the now three and six Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Uh, what are some keys to the game for you? Okay, so I'm not gonna take a specific offense or defense. Okay. I'm gonna go a little bit different All and right. go run offense, run defense. Okay. How to do those. So for me, the run offense is you have to get through that defensive line first with TJ Watt being back. You have to get through that defensive line, open up everything. So there's gotta be really good blocking up front, good battles in the trenches, like battles won in the trenches and so that you know allow Jonathan Taylor to get up to that next level maybe have Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman come in and get some blocks on linebackers so they can outspeed those uh, defensive backs 
Um, and for the uh, run defense, we need to stop Najee Harris because he's pre- pretty similar in like bulk to Derrick Henry, and we play Derrick Henry twice a year. Um, he's a little bit more agile than he is. Um, so we need to stop him. Bobby Okereke or need to spy him, watch him at all times. Also, Kenny Pickett. I mean, he's he can be dangerous on his legs as well. So we got to watch both Najee and Kenny. Gotcha. Well, you went run on it. I'm going to talk about the passing sides of things then. Uh, I think that they are really susceptible from what I, from the game film I've watched to the corner blitz. So uh, bringing in... Uh, bringing in Isaiah Rogers, bringing in um, Kenny Moore off the edge on a corner blitz out of the slot, I think could be really successful. Mm-hmm. I don't know that their offensive line can really pick up on that uh, from what I've seen. Uh, whatever it is, you got to pressure Pickett, right? He's still a rookie. And so as much pressure as you can get on him, the better off uh, uh, your defense can be, I think. You know, yeah. you get pressure on the QB, good things can happen. So uh, whether that's with rush four and let your uh, let your four do it, uh, or uh, now with Dio on the side instead of Quiddy, uh, or if that means you're bringing the, bringing the corner blitz or you're bringing an EJ speed into a gap or something like that, um, got to get pressure. And then uh, our, our offense, I think that Pittsburgh has a soft secondary. And so uh, as much as you can attack that in different ways uh, with some different routes, route combos, different things like that, I just don't, I don't trust their secondary. It's not a typical, uh, you know, Pittsburgh secondary. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. attack that. What are some of your, what's your matchups to watch then? Uh, like I said, on the run side, either Zaire or Bobby, uh, like matching up as a spy on either Kenny or Najee. Um, I like the um, whoever we put against TJ Watt. I think we might have to double team a couple times. Yeah. Uh, make sure that he does not get off the block. So that allows Jonathan Taylor to get open and do what he does best. All right. Um, I'm going to go Gilly on Pickens, the okay. receiver. Yeah. Uh, I want to see that matchup and see how uh, they can do against that. And then also in coverage, I'm going Bobby Okereke on Firemoot. Okay. On uh, there, uh, we talked about how good Bobby O is in coverage, so I want to see him and how he can fare against their tight end and see how well he can yeah, do sure. with that. Um, what is your prediction then? So uh, yes, we played uh, we played pretty good against Philly, but I think we this year we might be one of those teams that kind of plays down to levels. It is at home, but we kind of play down to levels. So I think somehow still is going to come out with this one, but just barely, maybe like a 14 to 10 game. All right. Uh, if the Steelers come up with the D they did week one, we're in danger. For sure. But I don't know that they're going to do that, but I don't know that our offense can do terribly well. I just don't trust it at this point. So I'm going to go uh, 19 to 14 uh, Steelers with the win. Okay. That's our predictions for that game, but we've got uh, six other ones that we got coming up on our unstable pick six, yep. uh, including one game to tra- keep track of on Thanksgiving Day. All right, well, here we go. 
with our unstable pick six. Let's talk about last week and how we did there. I picked the Packers. And I picked the Titans. I came away with that one. Yep. Uh, I picked the Patriots. I picked the Jets. And I got that one. Yep. We both picked the Saints in the Rams and Saints game. Both got that one, right? Yep. Uh, I picked the Cowboys over the Vikings. And I picked the Vikings over the Cowboys. And so I won that one. And Chiefs Chargers, we both picked Chiefs. Yep. And we both got that one. And we both got the Niners over the Cardinals last international game in Mexico City yep. this year. And we got that one. So that puts me at 37 and 21 on the season. And I am 32 and 26. I dropped down a game. Yes, you did. This week's going to be different. Is it? Yes, it will. All right. Let's see how it goes here. So we're going to talk about Thanksgiving games first. We decided to leave out the Lions and Bills and the Patriots and Vikings. Figured mm-hmm. those were not okay. quite as exciting as the Giants and the Cowboys. Who you got? Uh, obviously a big historic matchup. Giants, Cowboys. They both are NFC East. Both been performing pretty solid this year. It's in Dallas. Always. And with how they played against the Vikings, I don't know if they can lose. Mm-hmm. But it's also the Giants. So I think... The Giants are the underdog here, and I'm going to go with the underdog. Predict the upset for the Giants. All right. Uh, it's it's always at Dallas on Thanksgiving, and the boys are going to get it done. I just don't see how it's a, there's a way around it the way that they played against the Vikings. Mm-hmm. So Bengals, Cowboys, Bengals, Titans. Uh, yeah, I did this just to keep track of the AFC South and our competition with the Titans. It's in Tennessee, so I'm going to go Titans. Okay, yeah. Uh, honestly, this is a good matchup. It's in Tennessee. The Bengals have been performing pretty well, but it's in Tennessee. And you have Derrick Henry. I'm going Titans. All right. Bears-Jets. Uh... Justin Fields have been performing pretty well. The Jets' defense has been performing pretty well. Yeah. It's in New York. Good against good. Uh, I Honestly, this is hard for me to choose because I was passionate about the Jets last week, and then they lost. Yeah, on the last play. I know. They lost, it was, and it was like an excruciating game to watch because there's uh, no points scored at all. Hey, there's nothing wrong with good defense. <laughs> and... So I think for this one, I'm going to have to go Jets. Stick stick with the Jets. All right. Uh, I think that uh, Justin Fields is going to come off the loss and be able to carve up the Jets pretty good. So I'm going to go Bears on it. Falcons, Commanders. See? It's like middle-of-the-road teams, but uh, the way the Commanders have been performing uh, and the way the Falcons <laughs> looked against the Panthers, I'm going to go Commanders on it. I can't disagree with you. I'm there. I'm going Cam Anders too. Uh, Saints and Niners. Uh, they both won last week. We both picked the correct one last week. Um, I once again the Niners are too powerful not to do. So I'm going Niners. Yeah, I think that uh, I'm with you, given the fact that it's also in San Francisco. I'm going Niners. Mm-hmm. Last one. Packers Eagles. How do you go against the Eagles? And they're still the Eagles. And the and A Rod is just not 
himself. So Eagles. I'm Eagles too. Yep. Well, have a great turkey day. Whatever you do, stay safe out there. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the food. Enjoy the football. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll be back next week talking about the Steelers game and looking ahead to the Cowboys game. Visit down into our neck of the woods in Dallas next week after that. And, of course, we'll always have our unstable pick six. Any any more brisket? Brisket? I'm not doing anything. No? Especially how you did it? No way. I might think it's Alright. They are coming close to us, so. This is Liam. And this is Kevin. Reminding you to stay unstable.